Welcome to Island Sky Astro, a podcast that inspires the present day visionary to live their best life. Welcome to Island Sky Astro. Uh, welcome, welcome to all my Scorpio sun rising and moon friends. We are going to be diving into the most important things I believe that you should be paying attention to in April of 2023. Real quick before I begin, my name is Alan Skye. I'm an astrologer and numerologist, and I focus on giving forecasts on my channel if you're here new for the first time. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you like this type of horoscope, this kind of report. And I, my whole purpose and my whole intention is to help you be prepared for what's to come in April so that you can make the most of these transits and the energies. Now, I want to start out with your numerology. Your numerology is number 50. We are going to be covering in today's video your numerology. We're also going to be focusing on Mercury, on Venus, and I'm going to explain why in just a moment. And then timestamps are provided below. And you can always, always, you know, listen to your sun uh, sign and your moon sign as well. But your rising sign is going to give you the most accurate picture. All right, let's get back to your numerology. The numerology for this month is number 50. Number 50 is a number that deals with a lot of momentum. There's a lot of movement, a lot of momentum. This can also be often a public speaking uh, numerology. It can say that basically like whenever we see this number occur and for you this month of April, there could be some public speaking involved. There could be some kind of you know, you having to present in some form or shape, or you could also be running into all of a sudden, you know, an opportunity for you to be in service to a particular, you know, organization or something that is really important to you. And there could be some kind of service that you are providing. These are the types of themes that we can expect with number 50. The five is um, correlated and connected to Mercury. And that's why we're going to be talking about Mercury this month. The zero is all about um, healthy boundaries. It's all about trust. It's all about building a really good kind of foundation. That's what we're taking a look at. It's also a number that is connected in my type of numerology that I'm doing. It's connected to Pluto, protection. So we are going to be talking about um, Venus as well, because there are a couple of transits that not only Mercury is doing, but Venus is doing where it's going to be squaring or trining Pluto at zero. And let's dive right into it. Okay, I'm going to pop up your chart right over here. So this is your chart like mid month of April. And the very first thing I want to uh, talk about is Mercury enters Taurus. Mercury enters Taurus in your seventh house. This is a time where you are going to be a lot of focus, like you're going to be focused a lot on conversations with very important relationships, business relationships. These can be one-on-one -on -one relationships. This can be anything to do with also legal sort of, you know, um, paperwork where there's contracts here or some kind of bond that is really important to you that you have with a very specific person. Um, and there's a lot of conversations here with Mercury that is coming up that is unexpected that requires for you to really focus on quality. Okay. The conversations revolve around quality. They revolve around being deliberate, being productive, or even money. Okay. Whenever we have tourists, this is money. Okay. This is money. This is productivity. This is also kind of strategizing 
how to deal with these types of subjects, with these types of themes. So there's a lot of mental focus here. And you being actually open to having some kind of a change or some kind of flexibility here. The reason I say that is because when you take a look at your seventh house here, we see the North Node, we see Mercury, and then Mercury also being together with Uranus, okay? This is sort of you opening up your mind towards, okay, things need to be uh, different and there's sort of an exciting sort of interest in whatever it is that you're involved in okay that's what we're seeing here on the third on until the rest of the month and even into may because mercury is going to be retrograding i'm going to talk a little bit more about that uh, a little later but the first thing i want to point out is is that mercury squares pluto right from the beginning okay this is going to happen at zero also comes in on april 3rd and of course, we'll have the effects kind of shape what's happening for mid-month and the rest of the month as well. Whenever Mercury comes into a square with Pluto and Pluto is in your fourth house of home and family, this is a conversation now that is kind of private in a way. This is you wanting to deeply understand a situation that might deal with either a dark issue because this is Pluto an issue that is somehow challenging or you now understanding the reality of a situation. This can involve a family a family member. This can involve some kind of situation here where you are starting to realize, oh, wow, you know, um, I am having to pay attention to some kind of limit that is coming up here. But the story is also very different and this is going to impact, you know, my relationships, my, you know, comfort zones, something like this is going to come up here with Mercury square Pluto. Whenever we have Mercury square Pluto, this is also just kind of a penetrating kind of energy, right? This is about you understanding that something in your home and family is changing now, and you have to deeply think about this situation, so right from the beginning of the month, there's sort of a fresh start in a, in a way, but it is about new situations because Uranus is involved in this conversation as well, because it is going to be with Mercury together um, later on this month. And so things are evolving and conversations are opening up in home and family and with your relationships. New things, okay? Now, April 6th, there is going to be a full moon in Libra. This full moon um, in Libra is going to light up sort of your faith and your spirituality. And something about that needs to be integrated now into the day to day. It has to kind of align. There is some kind of um, movement when it comes to your lifestyle or things that you're going to be busy with this month because the sun's transit is going through your sixth house. So this is your lifestyle. This is your day to day. And this full moon is going to be in the opposite house, right? So this is in the 12th house. This is you emotionally taking a look at how things are connected right now or if they are disconnected and relationship dynamics will play into it as well. I will do a bigger report on this. So make sure you look out for my full moon uh, reading in Libra. Now, moving on, this is where things get uh, a little bit more interesting because Venus um, enters Gemini. Okay, Venus enters Gemini. This is going to be in your eighth house. What's the eighth house? The eighth house is commitments. The eighth house is trust. It's stuff that we can lean into because we're mostly 
intimately connected to it. It's also at some level deals with, you know, other people's money. It can deal with sex. It can deal with taxes, but ultimately it is about commitment. Okay. The commitment levels that we have. So whenever Venus enters, you know, um, Gemini, this is a time where we feel a little bit more like we are excited. We are ready to get into the groove of things. This is sort of like, you know, wanting to let yourself live a little bit more, okay? Because Gemini is that mutable air sign, there is a lot of new thoughts or a lot of exciting thoughts or a lot of sort of understanding that you need to also live life a little bit, okay? With Venus and Gemini here in the eighth house, this is you navigating new conversations, Okay, attracting new conversations, letting yourself be excited, being flirty, being a little bit more, you know, social in the sense that you are wanting to kind of connect on a on a different, more exciting level to the things that are the most intimate in your life. Okay, so there's a new, fresh sort of energy that comes through. Um, and of course, you know, <laughs> there is a new supportive energy that comes through with this as well, because... Venus is going to come into a trine with Pluto right away at zero degrees. And this is why this is so important, because whenever there is a trine to Pluto between Venus, this is a renewal of trust. And this is sort of a renewal in energy in relationships in general. Okay, this is you kind of opening up yourself to a relationship, to the potential of a relationship, or you feeling like, you know, that you are able to trust this person, you're able to open up, your interactions here are kind of potent, right? Uh, they dig into the core of the issue. And where is Pluto? It is in the fourth house. So there's a new comfort zone. There's a new comfort level. This is also, you know, you just really focusing on home, right? The sense of home, being at home with certain relationships and where rules maybe in the previous times may have been broken. This is sort of like a pulling back, a protecting this, things feeling safe again, things feeling like it's a new territory, all right, that you are ready to conquer, you're ready to kind of dive into it. But there is sort of an intelligent plan to deal with this time in your life, or it feels like that, okay? This is what I'm seeing from many of you. Now, this sort of gets backed up with a energy a feel-good energy or feeling like, you know, you are ready to be in the supportive energy because the sun is going to come into a conjunction with Jupiter in your sixth house. The sun-Jupiter conjunctions, those are amazing in the sense that they bring a sense of, you know, supportive energy. It's party energy. It is a feel-good energy. It's energy on steroids. So you feel like the day-to-day -day right now, could really take a positive turn because the sixth house is the house of you, whatever you do from the moment you wake up until you go to bed. These are the types of things that are going to kind of have an energy boost, okay? Very, very good energy. Very good energy. I see for many of you that you are going to have sort of this, not only this boost in energy, but feeling like you can get a lot accomplished if that is what you're setting out to do. But in general, you just feeling like a little bit freer, a little bit more honest about where you're at, because that can also come with the Sun-Jupiter conjunction at 21 degrees specifically. But you just kind of like diving into your life with sort of a fresh energy, which 
it's always welcome, right? It's always welcome. <laughs> now, the last thing I do want to talk about, um, or actually the last two things I want to talk about is April 13th, there is going to be a last quarter moon at 23 degrees. And this last quarter moon is going to be really important because this is going to happen in your relationship house. Whenever we have a moon in uh, Capricorn, this is us feeling emotionally like we're ready to cut loose of a situation that, that doesn't lead us anywhere. And so there could be a business partnership, some kind of a contractual agreement, some kind of bond that you have to a specific person, and you're just ready to move on from this because it's just too conflicting. The energies are too conflicting. And that's what I'm seeing with all the transits this month, with the five zero as your numerology. This last quarter moon is giving you very good insight into just moving on from something, but doing it in a way where you feel like, you know, if you keep this in your life a little bit longer, it just is not going to work for you. It's going to start to work against you. And you're going to sense that. You're going to feel that. And there is sort of the sense, this kind of um, idea around knowing that ahead of time. Okay. That's what I'm seeing for, for many of you. And then at the end of the month, um, Mercury is going to station to go retrograde. It moves all the way up to 15, uh, 15 degrees. And this is going to start to unfold on the 21st of April. And then from there on out, you're going to start to kind of review what's next when it comes to bonds and relationships and relationship dynamics and business contracts. Um, and then it moves all the way back to 11th by the end of April. And that means that you're just going to start to kind of take a look at what you can open up to and what you're sort of closed off to, what has integrity for you and what does not. Those are the types of things that are going to be on your mind, especially if there's new kind of offers that are coming in. There's sort of a decision-making time that comes with this as well. So that's what I'm seeing for all of you for the month of April. Let me know how this month is unfolding for you. I'm so excited to have you here. If you're here for the first time, again, subscribe, join this fam right here. There's space, enough space for everybody. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.